Welcome to this flashback series featuring some of my favorite episodes from the archives discussing key ideas and teachings that take us to the heart of who we are, reveal what makes us tick, and lead us to greater freedom and well-being. Hello there, my friend. You're listening to the Sort Yourself Out podcast. This week, we're discussing how one we human can change the world. Oh, and I mean you. I'm your host, Janine Hunt, natural health therapist for over 30 years, hypnotherapist, lifelong learner, and student of the ageless wisdom. Here on the Sort Yourself Out podcast and in my Better Than Happy Zone membership, I teach powerful top-down techniques and practices so that you can master your mind and emotions, free yourself of what's holding you back, expand your consciousness, and nourish your soul. So let's get started. Well, hello there, and thank you so much for joining me today. We are going to discuss in this episode how one little human can change the world. Now, many of us feel so powerless, especially today in the face of this world crisis we're all living through. And each of us, although we feel insignificant and powerless, we really do have the power to change the world. We might make changes in our lives individually, and then that will have an effect on the lives of others, the other people in our sphere of influence. Or we could be someone who is especially powerful, uh, say a powerful figure on the world stage. And in that sense, we will have a much greater impact on the world. However, our real power lies in our collective power as a group. Margaret Mead said, Never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it is the only thing that ever has. So we see there that we have a power individually We can certainly make changes in our own lives, but it's when we come together as a group that our power increases exponentially. So I want to look today at some of the ways that we can make a difference in the world and therefore have more of an impact and more power to change the world. So my first suggestion here is that we need to take responsibility for our actions. And so that means that we need to stick to our values. We need to put our money where our mouth is. And so that could mean that perhaps we don't support and buy from companies that go against our values or companies that are destroying the world and subjugating humanity. We all know that there are plenty of massive corporations out there, and the bottom line is money, and they don't care about destroying the planet and the fact that we might need that rainforest. They're the lungs of the earth, things like that. So we need to take responsibility and make choices that are going to support our values and to support life, basically, 
it's pretty obvious looking around the world that there are influences that are not for our benefit. So it's up to us to use our discrimination and our discernment and to act upon those according to our own consciences, right? And this is really part of growing up and personal development and growing spiritually. And that is that we accept responsibility for our own lives and the world that we are creating collectively via our choices and actions. We can't just sit back and leave it to everyone else. We each have a part to play in this, in accepting our responsibility and living up to our values. So if we want the world to advance, if we want our lives to advance, it requires us to take responsibility. Next, we also need to learn to think for ourselves and not necessarily accept and believe everything that we are being told, mainly by the mainstream media. We need to educate ourselves, to do some research, and to look into other outlets of information so that we can have a better idea of what's really going on in the world. It's really tough at the moment. There is just so much misinformation and it's really easy to feel overwhelmed because you just don't know what or who to believe. And once again, this is where we need to use our powers of discrimination. We need to think about what makes sense to us on a gut level. What is right? You know, there are a lot of powers out there seeking to control humanity and the actions of humanity. And it's not so that we will evolve. Okay, this is always about money and power and influence. It's not for altruistic purposes or for the well-being of humanity or the three sub-kingdoms in nature that make up our planet, mineral vegetable, animal, and human. Okay, so we've talked about this before. And this is that most of what we see in the world in terms of what's coming at us through the media, this is coming at us from the current viewpoint of the status quo. These are the vested interests of the institutions that have dominated public life for sometimes hundreds of years, or even thousands of years, if we look at it in terms of the Piscean influence that has been dominating mankind for the past 2,000 years. So we are now in a period of transition where we are moving into the Aquarian dynamic, and we're moving away from the Piscean dynamic. So the Piscean dynamic was all about the ideals of patriarchy and paternalism and authoritarianism. And with the incoming Aquarian energies, we are moving toward an era of cooperation and inclusiveness and teamwork and a rapprochement of the entire human race. So there is a reorganization taking place. All of these old ideas that have been dominating us 
the the human race for 2,000 years are limiting us. These ideas have become limitations for the human race. Now, in episode 24, Who Are You and Why Are You Here? Part 2, I spoke about this extensively, and I spoke about the next stage of evolution for humanity, how we are destined to enter the kingdom of souls. So what does that mean? What's the kingdom of souls? Well, this is the ability to be in the world, but not of it. And in this way, we are alive in physical bodies here in the physical realm, in the material world, but we are operating from the consciousness of our souls. Okay, so this is why it's called the kingdom of souls. It is souls literally in incarnation, in manifestation on the, on the physical plane. And we can accelerate this through our own efforts, which contribute to raising the overall consciousness of the whole, of the one life. And if you want to learn more about doing that, you should also have a listen to episode 27, How to Accelerate Your Personal and Spiritual Growth. That's if you haven't already. So when we are operating on a soul level, as a soul-infused personality, as it's known in the ageless wisdom, then we are, are bringing the consciousness of the soul and anchoring it onto the planet through all of our actions and behaviors. We are literally the living embodiment of the will and purpose and power and love and wisdom of the soul in action. Okay, so that is the next phase of development of evolution for the human race. So that is when we will collectively enter the fifth kingdom of nature. Right now, we're the fourth kingdom of nature. Anyhow, like I say, I talk about a lot of that in both episodes 23 and 24, which is a two-part series on who are you and why are you here. And so intrinsic in all of this is the idea that we need to sort ourselves out. Because when you sort yourself out, when you free yourself of your hang-ups and your illusions, then your own well-being, your level of consciousness radiates out and uplifts everyone around you. Because we are vibratory beings. We literally radiate our level of consciousness via our aura. That's what our aura is. Our aura is not our energy body. That's the etheric body. Our, our aura is our radiation. Okay, this is the state of our physical, emotional, and mental radiations. So when we sort ourselves out and free ourselves of our hang-ups and limitations and blockages, we become powerfully magnetic in uplifting the vibration of the whole. Now, David, Dr. David Hawkins talked about this in something that I think is absolutely fascinating. He developed a map of consciousness in which he calibrated the levels of consciousness and a whole lot else. Basically, he calibrated 
ideas and statements and people and music and everything but the kitchen sink on a scale of 1 to 1,000. Now, lowest on the scale was a bacterium at 1, and highest at 1,000 were our great spiritual avatars like Buddha and Jesus Christ and Krishna and Zoroaster. So on this spiritual or on this map of consciousness, below 200 are negative emotional and consciousness states. And at this level, people tend to be unable to take responsibility for themselves and their actions. They are basically what he would call non-integrous. So they act without integrity. And then starting at level 200, which is the level of courage, and on up to 499, we have the levels of integrity and progressively increasing levels of positive energy and thinking and reason. At consciousness level 500 and beyond are the levels of love and peace and enlightenment. So Dr. Hawkins established that only 15% of the world's population is above this critical consciousness level of 200. So although only 15% of the world's population is above the critical consciousness level of 200, the collective power of the 15% that is above 200 has the weight to counterbalance and offset the negativity of the remaining 85% of the world's population. Now, I think that is just a fascinating idea and a really good demonstration of how our own attitudes and our own vibration affects everyone else, the world around us, the people that are within our lives, and also just the overall vibration of the whole. So he worked out that one human at the level of goodwill at around 300 counterbalances 90,000 humans below 200. And one human at 400, which is the level of reason, counterbalances 400,000 humans below 200. One truly loving human at level 500 counterbalances 750,000 humans below 200. One human at 600, which is the level of peace, counterbalances 10 million humans below 200. And one enlightened human at 700 counterbalances 70 million humans below 200. And then one avatar at the level 1000 counterbalances all of mankind. Wow. So we need another one of those, I think. <laughs> Anybody out there who's waiting in the wings, come on. So he determined that the consequence of this counterbalancing is that the overall consciousness level of humanity is at 207. And this is despite 85% of the population being under the level of integrity at 200. So when we raise our consciousness, we do have an effect because we are one in consciousness. I know it certainly doesn't seem like it on the physical level, but on the inner planes of consciousness, we are one. As Dr. Hawkins says in his book, Truth Versus Falsehood, 
Consciousness is the unlimited, omnipresent, universal energy field, carrier wave, and reservoir of all information available in the universe, and more importantly, it is the very essence and substrate of the capacity to know or experience. The field records or imprints all aspects of life in minute detail. And we are all connected to this field, okay? We are connected to this field via our own energy bodies, our, our etheric bodies, which are a part of the etheric body of the planet, which is a part of the etheric body of the solar system, okay? So on the inner planes, we are all connected. And therefore, when there are enough humans of high consciousness alive on the planet, we will create a critical mass or a tipping point where the separative ways that dominate human life and that really governs life on earth these days, these will be replaced by the reality that currently governs us only on the inner planes of existence on the soul level. So every little human counts. Now, you might feel overwhelmed by the negativity and ignorance in the world, but remember, your own power to uplift yourself, to sort yourself out, has an immense power to offset the lower levels and to lift us all up. Nice, right? Okay, well, I am going to wrap this up in a minute, but first I just want to do a quick recap before I do. So the ways that we can change the world, sort yourself out, clear out your psyche of all your hang-ups and limitations, do the inner work. Now, all of my podcasts are based on this one theme. It's called Sort Yourself Out. <laughs> so go back and listen to lots of my other episodes because I go in depth on various practices and techniques and themes and ideas and ways that we can sort ourselves out. This is a path. You start sorting yourself out and you are literally unfolding your own personal and spiritual growth. Okay, next, meditate. That is the best consciousness-raising practice there is. It is the number one way that you become aware of your unconscious or subconscious conditioning, all of those automatic behavior patterns that are governing your life and motivating the things you do, you need to become aware of all of those. And meditation is fantastic for revealing to you the contents of your mind. It is also a fantastic way for learning to observe the contents of your mind. And when you can do that, there's that little magic moment, the little miracle where you realize that you are not your thoughts, you are not your emotions. You achieve this detachment where you can observe what is going on 
and not be caught up in it. And this is a big part of being in the world and not of the world. So if you don't meditate already, I recommend that you start. Next, take responsibility and think for yourself. Doing what you're told is so old age, darling. Yes, for the most part, you need to abide by the laws of the land. But human society does not advance by adhering to the status quo. The old crystallized ways that we've been living with for the last couple thousand years, all of these systems that govern us now have become limitations to the human spirit and human evolution. And they need to be replaced with new ways in which we can grow and evolve as a species and a planet. Now, also, you might want to look at how you can serve the world. Now, what is your unique contribution? Because we all have one without exception. Each of us across all of our countless incarnations has been developing gifts and talents and skills, and nothing is lost in the life of the soul. With each incarnation, we continue to develop and cultivate these special areas of interest to our own souls. This is what the world needs. The world needs your gifts and your contribution without exception. Okay, you have them and you are here to share them with the world for the benefit of all. Okay, the world is counting on all of us to do that. Now, we also serve via our moment-to-moment choices and decisions. It's an ongoing, never-ending exercise of choosing what is good for the group. That's a really good way of developing your discrimination muscle. What is good for the whole? We're moving away from self-interest and materialism and all of the ways that we are fulfilling our selfish desires and looking at what is good for the group, what is of benefit to the greatest number. So this week, I want to give you something to help you to raise your vibration. We've been talking a lot about the vibration of our consciousness, the levels of consciousness. So I want to give you something to help you raise your vibration and to share love out into the world. Now that sounds nice, right? I love that idea. So I have created a short five-minute guided meditation called the Inner Smile. And it's totally free for you to download. And it will give your mood a boost. It gets your endorphins flowing. And it really revs up your good vibes. And in the meditation, you are guided to then radiate these good vibes out into the world for the upliftment of the world. So give it a try. Like I say, it only takes five minutes. I'll put a link to it in the show notes, or you can get it at the inspirationcloud.com slash S-Y-O-30. And if you look around my website, particularly on the individual podcast pages, 
you'll see in the sidebar that I have a whole bunch of freebies that you are welcome to download, okay? We have a meditation guide. We have a visualization guide. There's the Quantum Liberation Spa Guided Meditation, okay? We have all sorts of goodies to help you uplift your well-being. As well, you might want to check out episode 25 of the podcast, Seizing the Opportunity of the Current World Crisis, where I discuss many ideas that are related to this episode today about the power of the combined thought life of humanity and also the incoming Aquarian energies that will condition the consciousness and evolution of mankind for the next 2,000 years. So if you're interested by all that, go check that out. And also the episodes, I think it's 23 and 24, about who are you and why are you here. And just don't forget, everything I'm talking about in the Sort Yourself Out podcast is about uplifting your well-being. My mantra, uplift yourself, inspire others, transform the world. Okay, that's what all of this stuff is about. Thanks so much for listening and for sharing this podcast and for subscribing and leaving me a lovely five-star review on iTunes. Those things really help to get the podcast out there so that it can serve more people. If you have any questions or would like me to address a certain topic, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at info at Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.